Hey, 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 another exciting Season with Salt episode. My name is Dominique Bomonte, and I'm your host. And this week's episode of Ask Damo features four wild questions. What do you do if your ex-husband asks you to plan a baby shower for his new wife? All right. What do you do if a lady at the church wants you to come to her baby shower and you find out that she is, quote-unquote, shocking? All right, how do you leave a job when the boss is mean? You don't want to give two weeks notice, but you happen to be saved. All right, what do you do if your wife or your spouse is a pack rat? We're going to deal with all that in today's episode of Season with Salt. Stay tuned. you guys really love the theme song the way that I do. So the funny thing is that happened because my brother, who is an acclaimed rapper, he was actually on Season with Salt last week. Uh, he was like, yeah, do you want to go to the studio? And so we go to the studio and I was like really scared. It was just the guy who owns the studio and him. And my brother was like going into the booth and just like doing all the singing. And so I was like really being bashful and I had a plane to catch so I was like really nervous, but they were letting me be like the driver of the creative process. Like they let me pick the beat, um, just all this stuff, right? And so finally at the end, they were like, are you sure you don't want to like get in there and try to do anything? Anyway, so I got into the studio, to the booth thing, and um, I hit a couple of runs. And so... If you listen to the theme song, which you'll have the opportunity to do if you get to the end of this episode, you can hear me in the background. So my brother is singing the top layer, and I'm, like, singing the bottom layer. Anyway, shout out to my brother for that. Follow him at Spacetagram, S-P-A-C-3, T-A-G-R-A-M, I think. Spacetagram. Cool. Okay, so we have some really cool questions today, and I'm not going to belabor the time, church style. Uh, I want to um, um, just say that I appreciate all the people who send in the questions and I don't make these up, um, but uh, some of them I had to like wait a while because I know people are like, hey, that happened to me. Is he talking about me on his podcast? Not necessarily. All right. So let's get to it. Okay. Here's the first question that I received. Uh, My son's father is expecting a new child with his current wife. He thinks that the two of us should get along. He insisted that since she doesn't have any sisters or local family, that I should plan the baby shower. He and I have a solid co-parenting relationship, but I don't think it's cool to be in her face just like that since they just got married. What should I do? Okay. Well, (laughs) my first response was not at all. Like, I mean, just uh, heavy, hard-hitting, absolutely not. Um, To me, like a baby shower is a celebration of friendship and family. And I think that 
the people who plan baby showers should be people that know you, that have a positive rapport with you. Like, I don't think it should be your husband's ex-wife. Or, no, no. I mean, I think that there are some things that you could do out of the kindness of your heart. You can certainly go. You could certainly bring a gift if you feel so inclined. Um, but I think that the just the energy of being around them, whether they're it's a baby shower or not, is probably weird because, you know, most folks don't want to be around their spouses or their significant other's ex for whatever reason. And I feel like you would have to get to know, um, you'd have to get to know um, her, her favorite colors. And I think that's just too intimate. I, I would say no. Um, but I mean, I think there's some alternatives, like maybe you can encourage him to plan it and give him some feedback on like how to plan a co-ed baby shower, um, or maybe, um, consider like doing it on zoom that way that family members that live in other places can contribute in the coordination and planning, maybe encourage him to, uh, sort of put that on the table as an option. Um, but I also would question like why you might feel reluctant to do it. I think that's the bigger issue, right? Like you said, you don't want to be in her face. What does that mean? Like do you have, do you have feelings for him, whether they're feelings of anger or anxiety or whatever it might be. Like, I think you have to be careful with that because, you know, playing with the ex is really playing with fire, no matter how long you've been apart. And no matter what the reason is, and no matter what the set, the circumstance is, I think you should empower him to ask her what she wants. Um, and I think that there are other ways uh, to. I think that there are other ways to get to know someone um, without planning the baby shower. So I would encourage you to have that conversation with him about ways that your co-parenting relationship can be um, overlaps with um, your uh, sister, mother, wife, friend. I don't know. I, I would just stay out of that. It's weird. Um, okay. Uh, next question. One of the women at my church is having a housewarming party. She invited me because she said that she thought I would be cool. So, of course, I had questions. She later mentioned that she bought the house with her boyfriend and they aren't getting married. Our church preaches against this, and I'm sure that most churches do. With this new news, I have decided that I'm not going. How do I tell her? Well, I'm an introvert, so all, any any anxiety or anything related to going to anything ever is all just, I'd be looking for reasons not to go. So <laughs> this would have been, I would have been like, yes. But I think, I think you always need to dig deeper when you're making a decision about how to interact with somebody based on a tradition or something that you believe is in the Bible, all that can just be really, really murky because some of it is traditional and some of it is ungodly, but some of it relates really to your principles and how you value the institution of marriage. And But buying a house is buying a house. You know what I mean? Like, And I don't know if it's my business 
I don't know if I care as much about who you're buying the house with, right? If you buy the house and we're friends and that's the way that we're going to fellowship, I don't know if, I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't know if I would step back from going to an event because I feel like the person is shucking because I don't know if that's your area to judge. I do think it can be tricky if you are positioned to, you know, if it feels like you are affirming something that doesn't honor God, I get that, right? Like you don't want to be in a position where you're doing that, but it's a, it's a housewarming party for somebody that bought a house. I don't know. Um, I think that at the end of the day, you can reprioritize your schedule and um, you can, in truthfulness, say something came up, if something came up, uh, and just say that you're unable to go and send a gift. Uh, maybe have lunch with the person separately. I mean, if you can't go to the person's housewarming party because from your definition, they're shacking, what can you do with them? Because they're still, they're still shacking. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like they're always going to be shacking as long as they shack it. So what does that mean for your friendship, your relationship? And then you've got to ask yourself, if I believe that buying a house with somebody that I'm not married to is a sin, then what am I going to be like? like who's, whose friend am I going to be if I can't be friends with somebody that sins from when it comes to my book? of I don't know. That's that's I don't know. I think that you got to weigh, is it your business? Right. What do you lose by going or not going? Um, and is this a person that you want to be a close friend with? Is there an opportunity for ministry? Um, I think I would consider all that. And then I would pray because I think that you can get lost in, like like I said earlier, like tradition and like what what should be done and what could be done and miss an opportunity to really have an impact on somebody's life. Um, people get new cars all the time. And I noticed like, particularly at my church that people would be like, oh, I want pastor to pray over my car. Now I'm sure that the pastor is not like, well, I can pray over your car if you plan on going anywhere that is not, that dishonors God. Sometimes you just gotta do the do and hope for the best. My phone is like really ringing. Oh, okay. So, uh, next question. My supervisor is very mean to me. We do not get along at all. I got a new job and plan to quit without a two-week notice. But as a Christian, I feel convicted. What's the best way to end a bad work situation without losing your witness? Oh, my. Um. First of all... A two-week notice is not... I'm going to give y'all both sides of the coin. I'm not going to be devil's advocate because the devil don't need no advocate, but I'm just going to give you both sides of the coin. A two-week notice is a courtesy that's extended to an employer so that they have the opportunity to do what they need to do to replace you or to come up with a strategy uh, to you know, figure out how to carry the workload or to continue the workload. And if somebody doesn't treat you right and you need to get out of a situation, it's like telling somebody that's in a bad marriage or an abusive relationship that they need to wait until the divorce is over before they move out. No, if, if, if your sanity 
is being is, is at stake. Like you need to go, you need to go. I would not, however, leave without a two-week notice for the t- if, with, with the intent of trying to like repay somebody for for poor treatment. I wouldn't do that. Um, I think you have to leave anything that you're in with integrity, right? Is up to the best of your ability. Um, I think that if you leave right, and this is my testimony because I had just run into somebody last week, and who and, and who, from a job that I left, and they knew that I left right, and they respected me for that, and said that it was my leaving that helped them to be courageous enough to make that choice for themselves. So I think that as Christians, if we can leave with our integrity and our witness intact, we are better off because it's not about where we're going. We leave our, our witness is also left in the place that we leave. So I would pray about what to do. If you can put in a two week notice and hang on, do it. Um, people are crazy these days and every, uh, application that you apply for asks you, uh, do you, have you ever been fired from a job? And I know that some employers are petty and will fire you once you put in a two week notice. If you want to avoid that, if your spirit is telling you to avoid that, but follow the spirit and don't make decisions based on anger or you know, the way that somebody treats you because people will always treat you poorly. And if you are a Christian, we know that the Bible says many of the afflictions of the righteous and the Lord will deliver us. And sometimes he will deliver us without a two-week notice, right? But we do need to leave with our integrity um, in, in place. So I would encourage you to don't leave that employer um, try in a way that like tries to get back at the supervisor. Forget them. Make sure that when you walk out of there, you walk out of there with your pride. And that's what, that's what I think is important. Um, okay, final question is, my wife is a pack rat and I'm more of a simple guy. Or, or, or our house is more of a reflection of who she is and not who I am or who we are. I want her to get some therapy and something be, or something because getting is getting out of hand and impacting our marriage. Um, first of all, let me just say that getting therapy or counseling for anything, I think is valuable. And I think in particular, I think whether it's a, a, a people who are pack rats or just about anything that you can think of, a lot of what we do in life is connected to something. Like, right, it might be connected to some trauma. It might be connected to, like, I think I'm a little bit of a pack rat and I keep things and I'm not, that great with home because of the fact that I was raised in foster care, right? And so I would, I got in my mind that I'm not going to be places long enough to like really live. And that's something that I have had to deal with, but I've had to think through that, especially as an older adult, like you can't, you gotta, you gotta unpack it. You gotta live and you gotta unwrap the couch, pretty much strength. Um, but so I think that um, positioning her, you know, the therapy might be a good idea. I also want to encourage you because sometimes like I know that there's some things that people do that really annoy me and I don't actually address that with them until I'm angry about it or until I'm in the heat of passion. And I really think it's important to assess like when do you have conversations with your wife 
about her tendencies, right? Because if you only do it when you're angry or when you're frustrated, then you're probably not going to um, have an impact on her thinking, right? Like, I think that you should bring it up, you know, and when you're calm, um, maybe think of, uh, I, I sometimes when I'm having, when I'm getting ready to have some difficult conversations, I'll be honest, I just Google things to see, like, has anybody else had this problem? Um, you know, what are the trigger, what triggers people, what positions people to be a pack rat? Like when you go somewhere, I know I sometimes, um, I had a season where, um, I was taking books from anybody and I would be putting on Facebook like, oh, the books are a gift. And now I have so many books and they have these books I haven't even read before. And I have had to ask myself, what exactly are you going to be doing with these books? Right? Like, and, and why do you need them? Because the fact that you are communicating that you are passionate about books means that you are going to be creating this world for yourself where books are coming to you from people that care for you, from people that don't know what to get you, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, I think that having a, that conversation when you're calm is good. I think counseling would be good. I do like the language. And it was a little bit of a struggle to read the, the question, but um, I do like the idea of having a discussion centered around how do we make our home our home when one person is very simplistic and one person like just likes to gather things. Because it might be that there are spaces where there's no gathering. And then there might be places where there's off limits for the person that's very simple because you can't handle the clutter, right? Um, I think that, that those conversations are good. And I think having regular conversations is good um, because it tells the person that I have this concern about the way that you do things and I am committed to helping you through it. But I'm also committed to learning why you do it because I'm in, in learning why I might be able to see it in a different manner, right? And so I think that there's some there's just a lot of things to think about. And I would encourage you to um, pray and to think through um, how you what your approach might be at the end of the day. Okay, y'all. So I want to thank you uh, for listening to Season with Salt, the podcast. I want to thank you for submitting your questions. Um, you can continue to do that. You can email swsthepodcast at gmail.com. I am also on Instagram. That's SWS Podcast. I am on Facebook, SWS Podcast. And I'm on Twitter, SWS The Podcast. So hit us up. Um, get me some questions that you want to have me answer. Share the podcast if you like what you hear. Uh, talk back to me. Let me know what you think about the answers, what you would do. I'd love to hear your feedback. And I thank you again wholeheartedly. I just thank you so much uh, for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Have an amazing week. And remember to season your life with salt. Season.